Intelligence. Energizing your email marketing with Kate Barrett. Brought to you by eFocus Marketing. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Intelligence. I'm Kate Barrett, the founder of eFocus Marketing, a specialist email marketing agency helping companies to use email more intelligently. Today for our Intelligence Masterclass, we're going to dig into a specific area of email marketing to help you increase your results. And today I want to focus on a really big area that is up and coming and is here now. And that's the growing role of artificial intelligence, AI, and its place in our marketing and our email marketing strategies. Now to do that, it's my absolute pleasure to welcome Victoria Pepiat, co-founder and COO of Frazy. Frazy empowers brands with the most advanced AI-powered copywriting technology, and she can tell you a little bit more about that in a minute. But Victoria leads global operations for Frazy and is responsible for the success of their global customers, which include eBay, Domino's, Groupon, Joanne, and Virgin Atlantic. With a career spanning more than 20 years, Victoria brings an impressive track record in marketing, technology, and business management to Frazy. Under her stewardship, Frazy grew 75% year on year in 2019, and in four years have become a multi-million dollar technology company. So Victoria, thank you so much for joining me and welcome. Hi Kate, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited about today. Brilliant. So before we jump in, do you want to do us a quick introduction to Frazy and how you help your clients? Absolutely. I'd love to. So yeah, Frazy, we've just turned five, in fact. um, And Frazy is the world's most powerful AI-powered copywriting. So we help brands optimize their marketing language that's used across all of their digital channels to ensure that they're getting the highest level of engagement at every touch point. Um, And specifically, we do that a lot with a lot of our clients within email marketing. So we will optimize um, language such as the email subject line or the headline copy or the call to action within an email. And we do this by using two forms of artificial intelligence. Um, We use natural language generation, which means that at the touch of a button, Frazy can generate brand compliant language that outperforms anything that a human would write. Um, And then it produces it at scale. So we're not, it's not got to sound like a machine. It must sound like somebody within your marketing department, but it's able to do it at the touch of a button and it's optimized so that it knows what language is going to resonate with your audience best. Because the second part of the AI that we use is something called deep learning. So we're constantly testing language at scale with your audience and the results of those split tests are getting fed into the deep learning engine so that every subsequent campaign, Frazy knows a little bit more about your audience and what the best language it should be using to really make sure you're getting the highest open rate and click rate. 
brilliant. It is such a fantastic piece of software. I've used it with clients and it's so clever how it puts all of these pieces together to create the best version for your audience. I mm -hmm. absolutely love it. And this makes me so excited because we're going into the real power of the technology that we have out there right now. But I think the thing for me and the reason I wanted to get you on today is because AI is such a buzzword, right? You know, we throw it around, we talk about it, but how many of us actually know what it is and how we can use it in our marketing to improve our results and make those better connections with our audience? I know that I found a few stats on, on your website, which is a fantastic resource for, for content all about AI and, and all of these things as well. And there was a study by Vitreous World, and it was based on a survey of global marketers. And it confirms that so many of us don't have any understanding of what we're doing. So 67% don't fully understand how to make the most of AI to deliver results. 68% think AI has just become that buzzword that no one really understands. Marketers certainly don't understand. 70% say they don't use it and a further 8% don't know if they do or not. And 67% don't know how to evaluate the different technologies that are out there and that are available and how they can make the most of it. So, you know, to really set the scene for, for our conversation today, you know, we're, we're not talking about robots taking over the planet here, or are we? Now, in a way, I guess we are. Um, but I wanted to bring you on as, as my guest because... I'm always talking about being customer centric and using the right tone and wording, phrasing, content, product recommendations, co content recommendations, and just generally meeting the needs of your customers, surprising, delighting them and going above and beyond. But we've also got to start to anticipate their needs before they even know them. So there are so many ways that we can do this. And people haven't really fully started to explore how technology and machines can better help us to do that. And you are certainly the expert when it comes to this. So you were my absolute first choice and guest. So let me put that, that question, the initial question over to you. Are robots taking over the world? Talk us through, <laughs> you know, the Hollywood story yeah. versus the reality here. Oh, I know. Well, the, the, it, is, it is a Hollywood thing, I have to say, because, you know, AI has been sort of built up in blockbusters to be about the robots coming to get us, Terminator like, we're going to outperform humans. You know, it's technology that's literally going to overpower us. The fact is, in reality, I've got to be honest, we are far, far away from that. And we're miles away from that actually happening. And I think one of the um, important distinctions that everyone needs to learn about is the difference between what we call narrow AI and general AI. Because okay. general AI is the sort of AI that philosophers and science fiction fans are interested in. Um, you know, it's it's talking about AI that's smart. It's getting smarter. It's building um, more knowledge than humans. And it's going to start taking over the world. But in fact, we're nowhere near that with today's technology. What we talk about, and for practical purposes, this is what everyone else needs to learn about, is it's something that we call narrow AI. And narrow AI is what we're talking about about when we talk about like modern day technologies using AI. It's where you've got a narrow problem and you find a solution for it. And so 
these are, these forms of AI aren't actually trying to replicate intelligence, but they're trying to solve a specific problem. Um, and I think that's where that's where we get a little bit lost in the hype between it and what it can and can't do. Um, I think it's also a bit of a misconception that that AI is a brand new technology because the foundations of AI were actually laid decades ago in the 50s and 60s. Um, and a lot of the foundations that were laid decades ago, um, a lot of the work is still relevant today. Um, and the AI that how it's been developed are different, just different forms of AI. Because I think another important thing to learn is that artificial intelligence is actually known as the umbrella term, and it's nothing one, not one piece of technology specifically, but it covers an umbrella term for all things such as machine learning, natural language generation, natural language processing, deep learning, and these are all sort of terminologies that that you will have heard in your day to day, and they all. Seem under this um, this larger umbrella which we call artificial intelligence so I think one of the one of the key things that, that we always talk about um, is about really really defining your use case for AI and again it's focusing in on this narrow AI because um, often we find that people go oh I mean many when we first started like four or five years ago we actually used to have companies that would come to us and just say we've got an AI budget and we were like okay great <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> well we're not exactly sure you know but we want to spend money it's like okay well great but you know what one of the key things is you need to understand and define what your use case is what is the problem that you're trying to solve so with us we're trying to optimize language to get the highest level of engagement at every touch point across your digital channels um, but that's a really key question when you're thinking about okay does this technology use AI what, what's the problem it's solving and is it making it better by using a form of AI because if if it's not saving you time or making you more money then there's probably no need to be using it Mm, that's a really great point. Yeah, it, it, those are the key things for us that we always that we always suggest when we're talking about and educating a lot of our, our customers because it's also a massive education process. Um, as you'll have spotted that that research we did last year is fascinating. The fact that sixty seven percent of marketers don't understand how to make the most of AI. It means that it's it's become this buzzword that everyone's going, oh gosh, yes, we need to use it, but how do we use it? Um, and I think understanding and educating everyone a little bit more. So we've got something that we call the Frazy Pledge, which you might have seen, which is our pledge in 2022 to train a minimum of 500 marketers worldwide to help them better understand AI and what it can do for their business. And I think half of that is just understanding the terminology and being clear about what it can and can't do. Um, so trying to remove this scary general AI it's coming to replace you and place your jobs but but actually going okay what's the problem that I need to solve is there a solution and is there an AI solution that actually exists for that problem and is it going to save me time or money or preferably both um, and how am I going to measure it because I think that's also really really vital with everyone when they're when you're in 
with implementing any new technology, even if with or without AI, you must always have a clear control group to measure your success against. There is no point in using something just because it has AI if it's not actually benefiting you and the business in some way. And I think that can sometimes get lost with AI because it's such a big buzzword. Everyone's like, oh, we should be using AI because it's better. But actually, make sure it really is. And, And that's something we're big on when we bring new customers on board. We're all about how do we help them build and prove that business case that actually using AI-powered copywriting is generating them incremental revenue across the board. It's really got to be, it's re- you've really got to have the proof points in it for any new technology, but especially when you're potentially paying a premium because they're saying that they use AI. Because I mean, it, another example is when we, when we started five years ago, Kate, People didn't even think that AI-powered copywriting was a thing. So we've had to build this market. And when we launched, like if you looked at the Martech Martech landscape, you know, you could basically pretty much see every logo. Now, I don't know if you've seen this year's Martech landscape poster, but it's ridiculous. I mean, there are so many new technologies and everyone's saying that they use AI. So it's really, really key that you go in and you stand firm about the questions that you're asking um, when you're talking and, and measuring new technologies to implement. That's really key. And I think for me, one of the reasons why people perhaps back away from doing any of this is that they're scared a lot of the time. A, scared because they don't have an understanding of it because we haven't got to that maturity in in marketing departments yet where we understand exactly, as you said, what AI is and all of this different components that there are within it. But also there's still that lingering kind of rumor that AI is going to take our jobs and, Mm. you know, it's going to kick everyone out of jobs. But, you know, certainly, you know, I've seen this in your platform. You still need that human element to give it the humanity behind it to learn from in the first place. And then, of course, it it learns and it adapts and it brings all of this fantastic technology in. But, you know, tell me if I'm, I'm completely off the mark here. Um, but you have to put in some of your own rules and things behind it. So, you know, we're okay to say things like this, but definitely, you know, it goes against our brand guidelines. You know, technology, unless you tell it what your brand guidelines are, it's not going to know. Is that right? It's yeah, totally spot on. So, um, and this has always been key for us. So previous to Frazee, I ran a creative agency. So I totally get, and we've always understood as a business, the importance of brand and brand voice. Because it's really important that when you're communicating to your audience, you know, the way that Domino's, for instance, communicates to their audience, it's very different to Virgin Holidays. It's very different mm-hmm. to eBay. It's very different to every customer that we work with. So what we do when we onboard new customers is we build these language models and um, on a brand-to-brand basis that sound like somebody from within their marketing department. Um, we have a team of what we call computational linguists and language technicians, and they build these language models based on the parameters that we give them from a customer. So ex- exactly as you mentioned, like a, a tone of voice guidelines. So we can build um, 
this language model, was saying, yes, we do use the word awesome, but we don't ever use the word fabulous, for instance. Or, yes, we do use emojis, but we don't use exclamation marks. And it's almost like this rule set. So you're sort of building and training your own brand copywriter that at the touch of a button can generate this optimised marketing language for you that sounds like you and your brand. And that's really, really key for us because there is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all. Um, every brand, we work with the world's largest brands and everyone has a detailed brand guidelines that we need to adhere to. Yeah, absolutely. And also you need people for the strategy, the strategic approach of how you use those different levels of AI into what you're doing for that tactical implementation, you still need somebody to say, right, this is where it sits in the strategy. Exactly as you said, define the use case of where it's going to be best utilised within that strategy. And the AI, for me, feels like it is the, the tactical element of that strategy. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. Absolutely. It's not coming to replace humans. You need the human element, the creative strategic element to put the whole plan together in the first place. Um, and I think I think one of the things, a really lovely um, way of describing it, one of the things one of our great clients, eBay, said, one of their creative directors, is uh, she was in charge of the copywriting teams and she was like, this is so powerful and we can see the benefits of it. Um, and phrasey is to copywriters what Photoshop is to designers. And I think that's a really lovely way of, of seeing how this technology should be used. It's not coming to replace the creative content of, you know, the big bulk, the juicy creative copywriting. We're looking at optimising the short form language in order to get the creative content seen by more. Um, and we are that tool that should be used um, very similar to Photoshop, or the Adobe suite for, for designers, it should be used by copywriters just for the short form process. And so it's really important that we're not seen as, yeah, we're coming to replace copywriters and to take over their jobs. It's a tool that should be used and it needs to be used in conjunction with the human element of the strategic people putting the plans together, building the, um, building the templates, building the creative. That's all still got to be done by humans. Intelligence, energizing your email marketing with Kate Barrett. Brought to you by eFocus Marketing. Join in the discussion on social media. Search hashtag eTelligence. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think it's the same as us saying, oh, well, we want, don't want to do A-B split testing because, you know, that's going to tell us what works best and actually as people we know best. But we know that it's the data that feeds into that. So anything that we can do to help us optimise what we're doing, we should absolutely be doing that. So how do we how do we go about unlocking this potential? There's so much potential in artificial intelligence that will help us gain that competitive edge and advantage. But how do we define that use case and how and where we can start to implement AI to enhance our marketing performance? How do we start? So I think I think it's basically as we as we sort of discussed already, it, it's working out what is the problem that we need to solve? Where have you got a blockage? Mm -hmm. What is um, the issue that's arising? And then going, okay, is there a way that we can um, ease this by using a technology that uses AI? Because it might be that there isn't such technology out there. And I think that's a really, really key 
key point. You just need to make sure that we're not going big in saying, how can I optimize all of my email marketing with AI? We look at one thing at a time. So with, with the use of Phrasey, it's how can I optimize my language that's being used throughout my email campaigns to ensure that I'm getting the highest open rate and click rate. And I think if you start like that and just work at bit by bit, you will be able to approach it and it's it's not quite so overpowering then. Yeah, it's being specific as with anything and particularly when you're doing testing, you've got to have that hypothesis of what you want to achieve, haven't you? And I think what you've just said there is the absolutely perfect way to to phrase it. <laughs> phrase it. <laughs> and it's, it's also about taking out the personal bias and things. You know, the, the whole yeah. purpose is let data speak for itself. Let the results speak to itself yes. rather than thinking, Kate, what you think is better or what I think is better or what yep. a copywriter or a brand team thinks better test it and let the data speak for itself and if you can find then some form of AI i.e a deep learning engine like we have with Frazy that you're feeding that data back into then you're taking out gut instinct and personal bias and you're building that data set based on what your audience best respond to which is so important and that's where we miss things and you're also taking out that brand first approach you're you're removing that and you are moving it to that customer led approach you know what works best for them what's going to connect with them what's the right language and phrasing and tone and wording that really connects them and that will be different for different areas of your audience as well so you know how we break it down and implement it and build that use case is so important so We've got so much online content out there. You know, we, we've talked about that. We've talked about the fact that we still need those skilled copywriters. But, you know, obviously they're in short supply. Brands can only afford to hire so many of them. And there's only so many hours in the day that those people can work as well. So let's think specifically about what Frazy does and, and writing better copy and supporting those copywriters in, in all of those different areas across the marketing mix, but, you know, in email marketing primarily. So how can we get it right and at scale using AI without compromising that quality of the content or the brand voice? Does that really come from putting those rules in place to begin with? Or is there something else that needs to be fed in there to to help us get to that scale point? Mm. No, I mean, it is, it's, it's because we build these language models on a brand-to-brand basis that we're able to adhere to brand voice. Brand voice is so important. It really is. And the beauty with, with Phrasey and the way that it works is the more you use it, the better it gets. It's, it's AI, which AI means it's based on data. So we're taking out that gut instinct and that personal bias, and we're just looking at the numbers, you know. And we we found some phenomenal results. Like like you mentioned, like we, we work with customers like Domino's, we've worked with for three years, you know. On average, since we started working with them, we, we increase open rates by 26%, which has a knock-on effect to a 57% uplift in click rate, which is fantastic. Um, Dixon's car phone is a great one because we've we worked with Sol Lopez, who previously was at Virgin Holidays. He's amazing. He's yep. brilliant, <laughs> isn't he? And, you know, he he really embraced AI-powered copywriting right from the start. He was one of our first customers back in 2015. Um, and we've gone on to work with him and in his new role as um, head 
head of CRM at Dixon's Carphone. You know, using technologies like us and also then combining it with the likes of Moveablink. Um, so what we were able to do is optimise a subject line for the highest open rate, then the headline copy within the email. You know, just by optimising those two elements, they got a 40% uplift in click rate, which is fantastic. Wow. Yeah. And that... That then converts because you can also then see from his results that that got them like a 21% uplifting conversion rates, which is huge, huge for them. So it is really, really, if you're able to um, really understand the difference that it makes and you take out your personal bias and gut instinct and you go, right, we're just going to base this on on the data and the results, you'll, what, what will actually happen is you'll let your audience tell you how they want to be communicated to, which is really, really vital. Um, and I think especially during current current climate and everything that we've been going through this year with COVID, COVID-19, one of the things that we've really been able to help and stand out um, based on the brand side of things with, with customers is how do we put restrictions in place on their language models so that Frazy generates relevant language and um, language that isn't going to cause, um, isn't going to be inappropriate, I should say, is a, is a better mm, word. And yeah. things like using emojis that may be potentially too happy or too alarming or overuse of intensive language features such as exclamation marks um, or, or using language such as, you know, important, here's an update or breaking news, which you might use sort of out of jest with other other campaigns, but actually within the current climate and how everyone's been reacting, you've got to be really sensitive to the language you use. And that's where Phrasey can really make a difference because once we update those language models, it's then updated forever and ever. We can revert when we're ready, but actually it will never then generate language that's inappropriate. Amazing. It's all about that ethical marketing, isn't it? I know this is a, a big thing for you guys and should be for mm. everyone in the industry, but that ethical marketing, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. I mean, it's something that Parry, Neil and myself, ever since we started, we, we were always uh, quite big on actually we want to make sure that what we do is for good mm -hmm. because you will have heard probably a lot of scaremongering stories in the news um, about the way in which AI can be used for negative effects. So things that we, we've got our own AI ethics policy and we were one of the first companies to actually publish it. It's live on our website. But things that we're committed that we won't do is using data to target vulnerable populations. Mm -hmm. um, we won't use and promote the use of negative emotions to exploit people. Mm -hmm. um, there are companies that go out there and say, you know, we're going to explicitly focus on fear, guilt and anxiety, which we, we are not part of and we don't want to ever support language like that. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll also not work with customers whose values don't align with ours. But I think it's also important to think, look at the things that we will do with our AI ethics policy, you know, um, we take action to avoid prejudice and bias and be open about what our AI does. And I think that's a big part of our Frazy pledge for 2020 is trying to educate and share the knowledge that we've got so that we can actually help marketers understand what it can and can't do and how to ask questions to avoid the buzzwords and to be baffled because sometimes people just go yeah well we use AI and blah, 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 and that's why we're putting a 50% premium on our on our costs so we want to teach people that actually these are the kind of questions you need to be asking um and and just stay on on top of it really you know it, it it's 
It's a hard one. There's a massive education process. And I think if we can all join forces together just to dispel some of the myths and learn along the way, because also things change so frequently at the moment, um, it's, it's just important to understand where we sit in the world of AI and what it can and can't do. Absolutely. Totally agree. And your campaign is called Emotions Matter. Is that right? Yes, we've got a campaign called Emotions Matter. Exactly. Fantastic. And that's all about everything that you've just said. It really calling on marketers to come together and think about the human side of what they're putting out there. So put an end to that reliance on fear and uncertainty and doubt and move away from all of that to a much more ethical way of marketing. Exactly. And in fact, that's something that um, I know that we've got a, um, a a download coming so we're going to include that we'll sit alongside the podcast we'll, it will include ethical questions that you can ask your vendors because we've got a nice checklist of questions and it, it's just worth being on on side with we were all in this together as marketers you know it's really important yes we know we've got a job to do but let's do it the right way Absolutely. And you're right, there is a download that goes alongside this episode. If you want to get your hands on that, go to e-focusmarketing.com forward slash intelligence forward slash episode 22, and you'll find that. So Vic, talk us through that download. Talk us through what people are going to get there. It's going to give them a step-by-step guide to get started with AI and gain that competitive edge. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, Our goal here is just to cover some key points. So understanding, I know I've covered a little bit today, but understanding the difference between general AI and narrow AI, um, how you can go about defining the business problem. When can AI actually help you? When is it actually worth considering? What are those ethical questions like we just discussed on what, what you should be asking your vendors and what the future holds? You know, there is so much that's potentially available to all of us, you know, just having a little glimpse into what might be coming in the future. Amazing. So that is ready for you guys listening to go and download. So if you want to know a little bit more following on from this episode, and I certainly do, this is an area that I'm so interested in. So this has been an amazing episode. Go and have a look at that. Vic, I'm going to get you back on the podcast so we can dig into some areas a little bit deeper because I think this is uh, an area that, like I said, is just so fascinating. And it's where we're going as an industry and as marketers, we have to gain a deeper understanding. So hopefully this episode has helped people gain a little bit of an initial insight and we can start to bring those numbers down of marketers who don't know what AI is and how they can start to build that use case in their business. So thank you so much for joining me today. If people want to know more about Phrasey, and I highly recommend that that they should if they're at that point in their strategy where they want to make those differences, particularly with their copy, how can they get hold of Phrasey? How can they get in touch? Uh, well, firstly, thank you so much, Kate. It's been a brilliant, brilliant chance to talk to you and um, share all, all our thoughts. And we'd love to talk to anyone that might be interested in, in AI-powered copywriting. So if you go to our website, www.phrasey.co, um, or email awesome at phrasey.co, we'd love to hear from anyone. What a great email address as well. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> 
Excellent. And I highly recommend the Frazy website as well. There's a, a whole world of resources on there that will talk you through a lot of these elements in more detail. Talk about, you know, I was reading articles about cognitive bias and all of those kind of elements of, of language, which are so fascinating. I'm going to get you back on, Vic, so we can talk about those in a bit more detail. Oh, but... I'd love to. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> Excellent. You're so welcome. That's it for today's Intelligence Masterclass. I hope you found it as interesting and useful as I certainly have. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever podcast provider you're listening through. Follow us on YouTube for more video-based content and find eFocus Marketing on all the socials. And we've got that free download for you with the five steps to get started with AI. Just head to e-focusmarketing.com forward slash intelligence forward slash episode 22 and you can grab it there. Thanks for listening, everyone. Intelligence, energizing your email marketing with Kate Barrett. Head to our website for downloads and show notes, e-focusmarketing.com slash intelligence.